Welcome, aftermarket pros, to For the Record. Now, listen to a slice of wisdom, a concept, a sentiment, and maybe even a rant from one of your industry colleagues. For the Record. Hey, Carm Capriato with For the Record podcast that always, always serves up some heavy advice to ponder, and this episode with Bill Haas is no exception. Hey, are you considering implementing digital vehicle inspection in your shop, but you're just not sure where to start? Well, let FlexCheck Auto guide you through the process. Making the switch from paper to digital vehicle inspections can seem daunting, but FlexCheck Auto makes the transition a smooth one. Implementing FlexCheck Auto has so much upside, increased average repair order, increased customer satisfaction, that you'll wonder how your shop ran without it. This fully customizable digital vehicle inspection platform conforms to your needs. So whether you're a one-man shop just starting out or a large established multi-bay operation, you can customize inspection processes to your specifications. Now, this system will guide your technician through each of the steps for a smooth, consistent process that's easy to use, easy to understand, and easy to implement. Let FlexCheck Auto guide you, your techs, and your shop along with your customers, into a better way of doing business. Hey, you're struggling to make the profits that will help sustain your business and reward for the investment and hard work you make every day? Bill Haas from Haas Performance Consulting nails one of the biggest profit voids in your company. Here's Bill to explain. Hi, Bill Haas with Haas Performance Consulting on Remarkable Results Radio and for the record... Today, I'd like to spend a little bit of time talking about influence, and the podcast I did a little while ago was about influence, but now I want to spend a few minutes talking about a different influence, and I think for so many in the repair business, when we become shop owners, the very first thing that we're influenced on is how much we're going to charge, and that influence typically comes from where we used to work or who we used to work for, and so there's this unfortunate thinking that if we worked for somebody that charged a certain amount of money for a labor rate, that if we would charge less, we would get all the customers. We'd have more than enough work to do. And well, we probably did have enough work to do. It had nothing to do with our labor rate. It had to do with the fact that we were really good at what we did. And and that's what we built our businesses on. But what I'd like to to spend a little bit of time with is just this idea of how do we understand what our pricing should be and be less concerned about other people's pricing and the fact that other people's pricing might influence what we charge, whether we're talking about labor or whether we're talking about parts, makes no difference. So like I mentioned, very common labor rate for a shop, a new shop getting just started or opened, unfortunately, is predicated by where did I used to work and what did I used to do? We seem to get beyond that pretty quickly. We get to to a point of understanding that we're we're not valuing our services enough and understanding that for as hard as we're working, we need to make more money. And so quickly, we seem to make some adjustments to our labor rate. But even for well-established businesses, one of the things that I hear today that's most concerning to me is when we're talking about parts and how we sell parts and hitting our parts gross profit percentages, targets for our businesses, that a lot of times there's a lot of excuses that are used for why we're not getting the the parts gross profit that we need to in our business. And a real common one is, 
well, Bill, you know, I bought those parts from the dealer. And it's like the dealer now dictates what we're going to sell the parts for because we bought parts from the dealer. So what I want to caution everybody on is throw that thinking away. That That's the worst thinking you can possibly have because we should never allow the source of the part to dictate what we're going to set for the selling price of the part. We should have a pricing strategy that says, very simply, if we buy a part for X, we're going to sell it for Y, so our profit will be Z. And we should be able to apply that across everything that we do in our business. So when we get into this thinking that because it was a dealer part and there's a dealer suggested list price or there's a, you know, manufacturer's suggested retail selling price, whatever it is, nobody knows what that price is anyhow. And here's what I really want us to think. I have a rule that I use in business and the rule is real simple. It, it says never allow an unrelated third party to influence your profit strategy. So if you think about that and you apply the rule in this case where we are buying parts from a dealer, it's very simple. If I have a month where I buy a lot of parts from the dealer, my parts profit is low. And at the end of the month, what do I need to pay my bills? I need profit. Well, I can't go back to the dealer that I bought a lot of parts from and said, hey, hey, buddy, you know, I had a, a pretty bad month because I bought a lot of parts from you. Are you going to help me pay my bills this month? He doesn't care. It won't matter. So you have to really understand that the source of parts has no effect whatsoever on what you're going to sell the parts for. Another really common one that I run into is when we're dealing with third-party warranty administrators, or we might call them insurance programs or vehicle protection, um, any anything like that, any kind of aftermarket warranty that's of a sudden, we're dealing with a really good customer, purchased a vehicle, got an extended warranty of some type, which is nothing more than an insurance policy. And then when we go to deal with this administrator for this warranty claim, they start to try to dictate how much they're going to pay for labor, how many hours they're going to pay based on the type of job we're doing, how much they're going to pay for parts, or they're going to want to provide us, send us parts, or all these kinds of things. So again, just go back to the rule. It's real simple. Never allow an unrelated third party to influence your profit strategy. So the minute we do any of these things that these administrators with these uh, warranty companies want us to do, we're giving up profit because they're going to dictate to us what they are going to pay for the labor rate. They're going to dictate how many hours they might pay for. They're going to you know, dictate the, the type, kind, or quality of parts we're going to use. You still have the same liability with this job, whether you do that or not. So for me, the best way to, to deal with these extended warranty companies is real simple. You identify what needs to be done with the car. You create your estimate like you would for any, any other job. Always keeping in mind that the vehicle owner is your customer. The extended warranty company is never your customer. Only the owner of the vehicle is your customer. And that's a, a key point in this is that's where you have the relationship with. And that relationship has to be maintained with the vehicle owner long after you do this extended warranty repair. 
Now, when your estimate is done, you call the extended warranty company and you deal with the administrator and you simply tell them what you found wrong with the car, what your recommended repair is, and what your price is, and then ask one question. Please tell me what you're authorizing of the repair so I can get the repair finished for my customer and let them know that they'll be paying the difference or the, the balance. You never give up any of your profit. You're doing every job just as you always would, taking on the same liability, giving the same great service, and never sacrificing your profit. So I think it's really critical if I can get one point across today, shops, please remember, never allow an unrelated third party to influence your profit strategy, and you'll be more successful. Bill Haas at Haas Performance Consulting, thanks for today's For the Record. 